Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay, and you're listening to my Rants and Rays podcast. Thanks for joining me today. As you know, we've been podcasting our way to Infocom, which happens in uh, just over a week now. And I'm joined by uh, Justin Kennington, who is the uh, Alliance, the SDVOE Alliance president. And uh, they're in booth 3729. Justin, how are you doing this afternoon? Good, Gary. I can't wait to find out if I'm a rant or a rave. <laughs> well, we'll find out here. So what this, um, and I think it's a rave because I think what you guys are trying to do, SDVOE, what SDVOE Alliance is trying to do is try to um, come up with a way to, I don't want to say standardize, but sort of um, um, have a uh, um, community, a con- a, what, I don't know, you describe it. I mean, you're, you're, you're all using the AppDivision AV over IP chipset, for lack of a better terminology. That's right. <laughs> and That's right. what is That's the right. Alliance uh, doing? The Alliance is trying to get these companies, because there's you know there's 20 or so companies using that chipset, to get them to work together to have interoperability. Is that the best way to put it? That's it. That's it. There's a there's a line I hear you trying to walk, and and I walk it every day. Um, what we're not is you know we're not SEMPTE, we're not VESA, we're not trying to drive. Uh, detailed technical standards so that other people can can design chips and things around uh, technology. Instead, we're trying to drive uh, a standard approach to AV over IP. And that means two things. That means a certain set of, of performance requirements and capabilities. What we're looking for, or what we are, is, is technology uh, that can mimic the performance of a matrix switch instead of, instead of living with the compromises that other uh, AV over IP approaches uh, have. But then once we've standardized that approach, we can now build this into a platform. Uh, and using a, a, a simple software API uh, allows developers to get in here, whether that means AV system programmers or manufacturers or, or software companies, uh, and without having to be experts in the hardware, uh, be able to define applications uh, at the software layer. And that only becomes possible uh, once we've built an ecosystem uh, of companies willing to to work together under the banner of this alliance, and so the alliance was formed not quite a year ago, um, and uh, and actually really only about six months ago, and um, all of you are co- the the one thing that ba- that kind of binds you all together is the fact that you're all using the App Division uh, Blue River NT chipset, right? Everyone who basically. Basically, yes, although what's interesting about our membership is that uh, not everyone in it is building, uh, what I call it, is building signal distribution hardware. Uh, That is, you know, the ZVs, the DVI gears, IDKs in this alliance who are building uh, encoders and decoders are doing that based on the AptoVision Blue River chipset. But then we've also got uh, Netgear, Quantia, uh, Sony. These are people who are not in the business uh, of building encoders and decoders, but have some different role to play uh, in the in the AV over IP ecosystem, whether that's displays or or chipsets, Ethernet switches. Uh, recently, uh, Panduit and Clearline uh, have both joined us uh, as companies manufacturing the infrastructure uh, that that 10G Ethernet rides on. Um, so again, it's about a complete ecosystem solution uh, that allows integrators and designers to sort of feel comfortable. Uh, that all the parts and pieces they need for a complete solution uh, come from a group of companies that knows how to work together. And, um, well, how many members do you have? Uh, what's working? What's not working? Where do, you say, where do you see this going in the future? So let's start with those questions. 
Sure. So today we have 19 members, uh, and that list has been been growing by the week as we lead up to Infocom. So I'm uh, I'm hoping for some other big announcements uh, between now and then, even though that's only uh, some some two weeks away. Um, what has been working, as I mentioned, is this is this great uh, concept of the ecosystem. Um, there's some, I guess, there's some people's other people's secrets I can't tell here, uh, but we'll see some announcements at Infocom uh, around ways that these member companies are finding to partner with each other uh, and work together, um, so that so that everyone can sort of focus on their own strengths uh, and find good partners in the ecosystem. Uh, to work on the areas that they're not experts in. You know, again, I mean, Netgear is a standout example here. They don't, they've never played in the Pro AV arena before. They're not an AptoVision customer for chipsets. Uh, and, and as far as I know, so I'm not telling I know, they know plans uh, to build AV over IP encoders and decoders. But they see the, the value in what we're doing here. They see that, uh, that, that a successful approach here is going to drive demand for bandwidth and for Ethernet switches. Uh, and so that's their benefit. But now they get to contribute to the AV market uh, by bringing a lot of the, the knowledge that they have from the IT side of things uh, and be able to contribute to the alliance by working with the partner members uh, to make sure that these systems are easy to, to assemble and, and bring up uh, and get going for the designers. And um, I assume that also at play is the different manufacturers. I think when you'll have giant traction on this is when you have the big companies kind of playing. And one of the founding members is Sony. Have you seen them talk about um, getting into, for example, um, putting uh, putting ports on the display products to be able to, so that you can plug anybody's transmitting transmission systems or use anyone's software control system or single routing distribution system, system, matrix system, whatever you want to call it, directly sure, from sure. the Sony, Sony projector or monitor? Is that kind of the holy grail? I think that would be a, a truly fantastic development. Um, if if anyone in the alliance uh, has any big plans in, in that area to announce at, say, Infocom, I, of course, wouldn't be at liberty to disclose those plans for them. Uh, but I could say that would be a very exciting development, and I, and I hope to see something like that very soon. Uh, what I can say that Sony already showed off at, uh, at starting at ISE this year, um, and also, I believe at uh, at Infocom in Beijing in April, uh, their what, their Cletus display, their large format direct view LED display, uh, is is paired up with uh, SDVoE technology, uh, and they use the power of this platform with its its multi view, with its display wall, uh, and its long haul distribution capabilities uh, to get content from their high resolution 4K, 8K, and and beyond sources. Uh, into that giant configurable display wall, so it's 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 both uh, it's both a demonstration of the the power of SDVoE as a platform, as a as a flexible approach, uh, but it's also sort of hinting towards that direction you just mentioned, uh, where we want to see more and more uh, displays using SDVoE technology uh, to to become more f flexible and powerful than than they are today. And and so w where do you see this? heading? Like, when do you think that will happen? Um, and I, you know, I know you don't want to give away any companies and you don't have to talk about specific companies products, but do you think by this year's Infocom in a, in a couple of weeks here, a week or so, we're going to see, um, we're going to get closer to that where we see the whole chain uh, working all together where we don't have separate sort of desperate signals? I think that, uh, I think there will be some big 
announcements probably at Infocom and, and beyond that over the coming 12 months uh, between now and next Infocom, like IBC and ISE, uh, I think we'll all start to see publicly um, some of the some of the really huge changes that this technology is going to bring to the to the to the display systems, uh, as well as all of the what was matrix switch and is now IP networks uh, infrastructure that feeds those displays. Well, that, that's a little bit of a hint on the direction of where you're working. Obviously, I mean, obviously, as the of the president of the alliance, your job is to try to get more members and try to help with sort of the standardization of everything, right? Exactly right, exactly. Well, that made it yeah, easy for you, didn't it? <laughs> I gave you the answer <laughs> to your question, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the ways that we're, uh, that we're focusing on doing that is not only through re recruiting members and, and, and getting those guys in the same room to work together and, and, and build this ecosystem, uh, but we also want to be out there communicating with uh, the design community, the integrators, the consultants, the programmers, uh, who actually have to, to select gear and put it together and make it work. Um, so we're doing that through as, as much education as we can. Um, we've got five training events uh, scheduled during Infocom, uh, and we'll be announcing very soon details uh, around a, a sort of SDVOE world tour uh, that'll start in the, the mid-late summer. Uh, and, and run through the end of the year at, at several locations in, in the U.S. and around the world. Yeah, I think I mentioned that to you at ISC. I thought that that was a, a good approach to take, is to do some some training um, with something like that. I think that will help quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time. Um, of course, uh, everyone should go by the booth to really understand what's, what's good about uh, SDVOE and their booth, and by the way, they're in, you're in booth 3729, is that That's right. you're not supporting any one manufacturer out there. You're supporting uh, all the different companies that are part of the alliance, so you're not aligned with one side or the other of the chain. You're, you're kind of in the middle of everybody. And uh, so if you go by 3729, you actually have some technology demos there, and also uh, uh, you show all the different companies' products in your booth, so it's kind of a one-stop way to see the, the technology and, and, and what you guys are doing. That's a, that's a perfect way to describe it. Yeah, we're, uh, what we're showing off is the technology, how it works, how it can benefit uh, uh, the design community, um, and, then, and then we want everybody to know who the member companies are because that's, that's who you can, can buy stuff from. Um, to, to drive some of that interest also, I'd like to tell you that we're, uh, we're introducing our SDVOE Passport Program. Uh, so everybody, look for your passport in the in the day one uh, issue uh, of of the show daily, and and at the member booths. And what you'll be able to do is take that passport to the different member booths, uh, get your stamps, uh, and then come to the SDVOE booth with your finished passport and and collect on one of several uh, great prizes. We've got uh, uh, Blu-ray 4K Blu-ray player, wireless headphones from our members and friends at Sony, uh, as well as a complete uh, SDVOE switching system uh, from DVI Gear. Uh, so some pretty big prizes, and, and it gets you the chance to get out and, and, and hear perspective on SDVOE uh, from all the different members, as well as uh, from me and, uh, and those of us at the Alliance itself. Well, uh, it's like I said, it's a good place to kind of get a kind of an overview on where everything is. And uh, obviously, each show, we're going to get closer to closer to having complete system. And you started out this podcast talking about 
sort of like virtual matrix switching. And that's ultimately, I think, where everybody's interested in seeing how quickly we can get there, where you're doing matrix switching totally by the network and all the signal routing and distribution is done by the network. It's certainly not going to happen in the next few years, but when is your um, projection? I'm putting this on the calendar, by the way. When do you project that we'll see that <laughs> is the primary way of doing signal routing distribution rather than the traditional way that it's been done for years and years in the AV industry? What do you think? Well, I'll start off by saying that if, if I can't get this done in a few years, then, then I've kind of failed. Right? I mean, I'm I'm trying to get rich and retire young here, so uh, let's not take too long. Um, I do think that, that the matrix switch is going to have a long tail, but I think I think we've already started down a, a path that, that there's no return from. Um, it's very hard to pick a date, and yet I really struggle to imagine, let's say three years from now, I think we'll be seeing more, more sales of... of matrix switch level AV over IP systems being sold than matrix switch themselves. All right. Well, let me ask you, this is going to be a tough question. You may or may not want to answer this question, but I'm hoping that you're going to take a stab at it. And that is, uh, obviously, everyone knows that the big companies in the in the AV industry um, who do signal distribution are companies like uh, AMX, um, Extron, uh, Kramer, uh, Crestron, I mean, those are the sort of, I said, the big four. I mean, those are not in any specific order. But none of those currently are using the uh, AppDivision chipset. Do you think that's going to be a tipping point when one of those companies, or do you think that you don't really need to be able to wait for them to sort of do it? Because aren't, don't you think a lot of integrators are sitting around waiting for a big company like them to step in before they kind of move that direction, AV over IP? I can yeah, I can understand that perspective, um, and certainly I've even collected that feedback from the from the integrators, from the consultants who I just you know 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 from around. Um, I think that a, a technology like SDVoE is is ripe for disrupting the market, and that means two things. It means number one, there's a good likelihood uh, that a smaller player or a player you know from out of nowhere, uh, maybe you know Sony is a big player, but if they decided to get into signal distribution. Uh, they'd be, they'd, it would be new for them, uh, but they'd have the resources to do it. Um, so I think, I think it's not hard to imagine that a new player, whether a small one growing or a large one moving into a new market, could be the driving force. Um, the, the incumbent players that you mentioned, um, and, any, and this goes for any industry where there are incumbent players in a disruptive technology, it's very difficult for them to want to move away from the comfort of, uh, in this case, a matrix switch, right? They're selling a lot of product, um, and, and it's hard to commit to a new idea uh, and, and put your existing sales at risk, even though it turns out your existing sales are at risk already. So here's the teaser I will give you. You just named four companies and said that none of them are using the AppDivision chipset. Um, I will tell you that by this time, three weeks from now, uh, you'll know that that's not true. Oh, there you go. There's a sneak peek then. Uh... I have a feeling I know who that is. Um, so, <laughs> well, look, Justin, I really appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate your time. Of course, we'll see you at Infocom in booth uh, 3729. And um, um, you can uh, follow all of our Infocom coverage at ravepubs.com slash Infocom 2017. And, of course, you can see the SDVOE Alliance at sdvoe.org or head by their booth 3729 at Infocom in a little over a week. And thanks for joining me today, Justin. Thanks for joining me, and I wish you the best of luck.
Thanks so much. Look forward to seeing everybody. Thank you.